What's going on, Knicks fans? I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with my brother, Andre Jalila, my cousin, Rick the Ruler. Welcome to the God of Knicks podcast. Smith nearly traveled, now shoots. R.J. Barrett, a little sauce on that one. He's got 21. R.J. Barrett dances inside and scores off last. Knox for three. Knox hits a three. Shot clock at seven. Knox nails a three. Randall separates and finishes off the window. Big time bucket from Julius Randall. Robinson, offensive rebound. And the putback. This is our take on everything Knicks, on and off the court. We're mostly about the eye test, not too much about the numbers, but as we all know, men lie, women lie, and numbers don't. On this episode, we discuss the win versus the Bulls, the win versus the Rockets, and the loss versus the Utah Jazz. Then we also get into the Spike Lee versus MSG slash James Dolan drama. This is episode 36. Let's get right into it. Knicks family, what's going on? Welcome back to the God of Knicks podcast. This is your host, Apollo Reed, with Andre Jalil. What's going on, Dre? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Man, <laughs> if, I can't call it, man. Uh, hey, yeah, man. It's, it's been, things have been great, man. I went to the Knicks game. I saw Chicago lose. It was great. Yo, you, you were there. You were there for I that. Was there. You, I you was actually FaceTimed me for the game. You know what? We had a blast. Let's, uh, re- real quick. Since when was there service in the garden? I remember when I used to go to the garden, it was terrible service. I didn't get service until after I left. Yeah. No, you know, maybe they that did was the a long time phases. ago. Yeah, they did the three phases, and after that, they, uh, they, they, they uh, uh, I, I okay. think they, they worked on their Wi Fi. Yeah, they did because they, they, they want you to post, um, like every game I went to, they While was like there. hashtag this, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and they'll put your, your picture up on the big screen. True, 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 true. They definitely do that. Okay. Well, all right. It's, it was just weird because you FaceTimed me from the game, and I'm like, wow, I've never, you know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and you were there with my nephew, who, um, I'm sorry, I was my nephew first. <laughs> How, because, how does this I don't possible? think that works. Because because I was here first. It doesn't matter. Nah, I don't work we that were way. Both here when he got here. <laughs> exactly. So what are you yeah. about? No, no, no. So actually, I was at the hospital first. Anyway, we got Rick the Ruler here. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, Cuzzo? How's everything? Everything's good, man. Happy to be with y'all. Y'all, y'all too funny, man. <laughs> Listen, this guy talking about he was at the first. first. Yeah, first of all. He FaceTimes me from the game, and he's like, ah, we don't want you here. And I'm like, wow. wow. <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. You did. It's fine. I said, I, and what did I say to you? I said, oh, that's oh, no, why no, I moved. Oh, no, 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 Oh, yeah, that's why I moved. That's like, ah, we don't want you here. You know how that is, man. You nah, got to say fun. something to make you feel better. <laughs> no, nah, that's you cool. Because I do wish you was here, so I got to front act like I ain't I got to front act like <laughs> <laughs> No, I love you, man. A little si- single tear rolled down his cheek after you said Boy, it. Boy, right? Yeah. <laughs> he did it and wiped it and kept talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, I was like, let's go, Nilakina. Right when he was on the phone. Right when he, yeah, right. I was like, <laughs> like okay. You, Okay, like, yo, you missed that. You, you missed so you that. you you got to witness <clears throat> the lethal first a, a uh, W. Uh, no, 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 no. Your first official step back of RJ's career. Yeah, that was, and it looked like a travel. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, it's a hard it, step back, it, but yeah. it, but it worked out. Yeah, it was it was a little bit. <laughs> nah. And that was the funny thing about it being there. It kind of like woke up the garden. It, it was like that one play where it was like, oh, okay, yep. It started, you know how you watch those games? You'd be like, oh, we're going to win this one. Like, there's just something. Uh-huh. It feels like. It was in the air. This one's in the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just kind of, it started to feel like that. 
But I was uh, in some seats where the people were, I don't know how you should say, but they were a little uppity. Mm. And they so, you know, they're going, to, eh, to eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, eh, eh. And I'm like the only one saying defense. So I started making friends because I was like, they were like, eh, eh, defense. And I'd be like, guys. <laughs> like yeah, they but, would laugh. Yo, when you're in stuff. the garden, how you quiet? I don't get it, man. You gotta yo, go there people and be are quiet loud. in there. Yeah, I don't get no, it. it's it's changed, man. I don't know what's going on. Um, I guess being a fan at a game became more. I guess it's changed around the time that phones became such a part of the event because mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of recording. You're not really paying attention. You yeah, there's a lot of phone. things. I feel like you that about I mean? driving. I feel like everybody's right. turned green and everybody's just sitting there. I'm like, still what are people phone? doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what it seems like. It's, it's like those same people driving at the game. Yeah, so, exactly. Sitting on their phone and not watching the game. Yeah, and like everywhere you go. And, you know, it's funny. I was uh, today, I went to get my phone fixed at the, at the mall, at the Apple store. So they said, yeah, we're going to have your phone for about an hour. So I went to the bar and it was just like, where's my phone? Like these guys got my yeah. phone. Like it's nothing you could do. And then you That's look at right. everybody lost. else. You didn't know what to yeah. do. You, you, know, you didn't know what time it was. Right. You don't know what's going on. I have my watch on, but everybody else is like looking at their phone. And now it's like people got the Apple watch. So it's like their phone is literally never gone. Like, yo, you, you're you can always put your phone connected. down and you still know, all right, somebody text me, somebody call me. You're Boom. always connected, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway. And I saw people taking pictures, but a lot of times I don't take pictures and I don't, I definitely don't share it because they always look bad. Like even if you have good seats, <laughs> like the pictures don't really reflect. Yeah, it never really, yeah, shows it never exactly looks as good. How, yeah. yeah. We should start up guard up cellulars and see how, um, see how that goes because we, we really, that'd be, that'd be the gist. We got, that'd we be... got lock up all the other services. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. We, we're going to call it the Nilakina. The Nilakina uh, service. <laughs> It might only work in the garden, though. It'll only work in the garden. It won't, it won't work <laughs> no. at away games, only at home yeah. games. Um, <clears throat> speaking of the garden, like you said, you were at the game. Um, we beat the, the uh, Chicago Bulls, uh, and I'm sure that felt good being in the garden. You know, um, we've been to a bunch of games ourselves, you and I, and we didn't really catch many wins <laughs> while we were at a game. <laughs> No, it just um, seemed like that's been the trend for like the last right, right. Maybe twenty years. Like, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. I I still never attended a Knicks win in my life. So really, yeah. Damn. No, I think you did. That's... I think you just no, 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 no. I think it was that one game. I think we beat the Celtics. No, we lost that game. Oh man, I've been to a few, and um, and they won. I, yeah, I I only been to one. They lost. How many games? So have you how been many to? games? I was gonna say how many games you been to with a. They won. I went to five games, I think. Once, Yo, you need season. to go to more games, bro. <laughs> I would, I would love to. You kidding me? I would love to. <laughs> go to more games. Just sponsor bro. them, Dre. That's all you got to do. Uh, but four, um, four and one. That's a, that's a good record. I was gonna say that's a good that's one. That's not right bad. There. That's not bad. I mean, I've been to two since I've been down here. I've been to two versus Charlotte. Obviously, yeah. they lost both. Yeah. Um, I've been to three at the Garden. It was. The first one I went to at the Garden was back in the day. I mean, this was, I think I was 19 at the time. And I think we were playing, I forgot who we were playing, but we still had Stefan Marbury. And wow. he missed the game, he missed the game tying um, free throw at the end. So we lost that one. That was my first heartbreak. Um, 
Nick's been breaking our hearts for some time, right? Long time, it's long time. Especially, especially in person. I want to cheer and get a win. After, you know, what I mean, at some oh, point. Yeah. But <clears throat> well, speaking of regardless, breaking our hearts. Oh wait, uh, did you finish what you were? No, I'm done. Uh, I was like, uh, speaking of um, breaking our hearts. Um, ah man, did I jump? Dang, we gotta talk about the things first. Don't jump. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Don't jump. Don't jump. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, so hold on. So uh this game, RJ Barrett had a very uh, like powerful first half. For sure. I think he had 17 in the first half. Um, finished the game with 19 points. I don't know how this continues to happen. <laughs> um it's it's annoying as hell to watch because it's like he literally he was eight for ten. So why wasn't he touching the ball more? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. You have 17 points in the first half. You finished the game 8 for 10, which means you made one more basket. So you were, what, 7 for 9 before that? How, how, why can't we get this guy a basket in the second half? I don't understand what's going on here. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like it's a veteran thing. I feel like they want the veterans. It's like they get to a, a game. A game is within reach or something like that. And they just keep within and themselves. They, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I, I forgot where I saw this, but someone suggested that it looked like there was an effort to keep the ball out of RJ's hands at that game. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Why? I, I don't remember which game. But they said it's starting to look like they on just kept the ball out of his hand. I'm gonna be honest. That's I weird. feel like I feel like uh, there's some sort of inner conflict going on because if you realize the past, ever since the All Star break, really, RJ's been getting a lot of touches, and I feel like it was more like coach, coach, um, 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 like uh, provoked, I, I guess, um, and. It, it maybe it was a bit of a fight back by some some of the vets. I don't know. I hope not. I hope it's just Julius Randle realizing. Listen, I might not be here next year because I don't really fit. So let me just go off and try to make myself look as good as I can. Because I mean, let's look. If you really look at his his numbers, his <clears throat> numbers look great, but it does not yeah. match what we're seeing on the floor. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I was gonna say that boy's always putting up numbers. He's just yeah. so annoying to watch sometimes. Julius Randle will be the guy. That we trade away, and everyone says, "Lo, oh my God, the Knicks gave up someone who was putting up these numbers." Yeah, right? And then it's like, "Okay, good, great, go ahead and put them on your team, and let's let's have the same conversation right. in three months." Right. Let's talk you know what I mean? From game one, I saw things I didn't like that everyone's complaining about now, and I was saying that after game one, I said, "I already see." It wasn't even after game one; it was after the first quarter. I remember I went on Facebook in this group that I was in. I said, "Listen, I don't like what I'm seeing from Julius Randle already." And they were like, oh, you're jumping the guns. This thing about Knicks fans, y'all, y'all don't know. I'm like, cool. I ain't going to say nothing no more. <laughs> Three weeks later, everybody's like, oh, his defense is terrible. He doesn't even try. He doesn't pass the ball. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, it took me seven minutes. To it see took that. me a, a half. It took me a half. Yeah, not even a half. It was, it was in the first quarter. I promise you it was in the first quarter. Wow. And it's and – it's, you were saying that, that from like the I jump. said, you were saying from the jump. From the jump, and I, I was excited about him being here, but right. seeing him in the uniform and seeing how it just played out, I was just like, nah. Especially with the turnovers, and then the mind, the mind-boggling drives into people yeah. every game, every play. You know, what I mean, he puts up the numbers mm-hmm. because he's aggressive. 
I, and I get, I guess that goes to show if you are aggressive, you will be able to do something in this league. I'm going to tell you this. When I was at the game, speaking of him being aggressive, this was a funny part of the game. We're watching the game and we're in the stands over there. And so they gave the ball to Julius Randle, right? And so I said, mm-hmm. okay, Julius. I said, I feel a spin move coming. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and he did a spin move. Everybody in that section started laughing. It was like it's everybody knows. Yo, it's, it's predictable. And it's like, and he did it. I said, I feel Super a spin move. And I'm being funny. Like, I feel a spin move coming. And he did a spin move. And he didn't turn it over. He, he hadn't he hadn't done one in a while. He right. Had, he got he was like, yo, that. yo, I ain't do this in a while. Hold on. <laughs> See, and that's 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 a summer of him going into the gym and doing 17 million spin moves. He can't teach himself how to not do it anymore. Right. Right. It's it's just something that he does. Like that's a his go-to. Uh, I'm a drive and spin because you know what I mean? Like, and and the thing is, is I love what he brings sometimes. Like, I don't completely hate the guy. You know what I mean? It's just the thing that really pushes me over the edge is when I see him blatantly not pass it to open teammates. That drives me insane. I don't care who you are. You could be LeBron James or anybody. It it drives me insane to see him being double teamed. How many times have, have you seen, this week alone, there's three games happening this week, have you, how many times have you seen Julius Randle grab the rebound and go up two times, three times? Oh, every, every game for sure. Um, every quarter maybe? Yeah. Uh, at, at least four times a game? Yeah. yeah. He grabs it, goes right up, grabs it again, but goes he, right but up, grabs it, goes in right his up. defense, he's stronger than most of the people on the floor. Right, right. So right. just the fact that he got the rebound and put it back up is, it's is big, a good thing. It's big, right. And that's the thing. I don't – he does these things good. He's a good ball player. It's just – the thought process while and sometimes before he does these things. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, yo, just think about what you're about to do. Like, there should be something in his head that has two sides of the floor. One side has four people on it and one side has one. It should be a green light for the side that has one person on the floor. But he seems to always go to the other side. You know what I'm saying? And that's, to me, mind-boggling because I get it. You want to draw the defense so that you can make a play to a teammate. That's honestly what he's trying to do. You know what I mean? And I can't blame him for, you know, trying to do that. But it's predictable. You know, everyone knows exactly what you're about to do. You're going to drive into contact. You know what I mean? Instead of, all right, cool. If there's one player on my right side, say it's Knox in the corner, I can dribble to my right because they think I'm going to go left. Let me dribble to my right. Go a little bit closer to his defender so that he can reach in to help. And then that's an open pass for Knox in the corner. Instead of going into somewhere where if you do have to make a pass, you got to make it through two or three defenders. You know what I mean? And I don't know. That's It's just something that I... It, it bothers me every time, and I don't know if the Knicks are going to commit to watching that going Long-term. forward. So you're saying he, he's doing the right thing in the beginning, but I guess he just feels good enough that he can take it. So when he should kick it out, he just keeps it. Yeah, it's, there's no balance. It's either very calm or way too much. Right. That's what I feel. But that's why, you know, he's one of those guys where I look at it and I always feel like he played too much. And it's, because, it's from that right. thing. It's like, yo, 
Are you being serious? And then it's like times where he's supposed to chill. He running up. He running into people. He's not Going passing crazy. the ball. Yeah, yeah barreling yeah, into he people. Do, yeah, he does the spin move. And it's just like, why are you pushing the ball? You're a power forward. Right. You know what I mean? This time's right. for it. But you're like, you're not the ball handler. Yeah, I mean, the ball he, gets stolen or something like that. Right. I really, I honestly want to see. I, I would only give it one more year. If we can bring in someone that fits between RJ and Randall and allows them to have the ball equally. Like, I got to see Randall <laughs> passing the ball to RJ sometimes. Because that's the only player that I don't like when he doesn't pass it to him because a lot of the times RJ does smart basketball plays. You know what I mean? The only time he doesn't make a smart play to me is – when he's trying to force it, when he's trying to force it to the basket, sometimes RJ does try to force it to the basket. So, okay, cool, I get it. That's something he'll learn. He's a little bit stronger than other rookies, so his confidence is a little bit higher there. So I, I can see that as well. But sometimes he does a little bit too much in it, like forcing. So I get it. But if you really look at his stat line sometimes, and you just watch him play, he's not a selfish player. No, nah, he, you know he gets some nice alley oops. He gets some good plays in there. Right, Passing and he's rock. always looking for yeah. He's looking for his teammates, and that's <clears throat> something that Jonathan Jonathan Macri was talking about on his podcast. He was like something we've seen RJ do that from the beginning. That was something that we saw when we when he first came in. He was coming in, dishing the ball, grabbing rebounds, getting up the court, doing everything as as we like about RJ. That's what we do like about RJ is because he literally can do everything. Um. But then for a while, he kind of slowed down with his production. His points started to dip. Yeah, he, uh, um, he got injured. He like... got injured for a little bit. Yeah, that was after, though. That was after. Oh, yeah. But I think for a while, he started to get in his head, you know, about how he should score. And, you know, he, was, he wasn't really doing too well for a right. while. And then while he was going through that scoring struggle, he kind of didn't really look to do the other things he did well, which is like rebound and pass. But now you're starting to see him do it again and then be comfortable scoring. And that's what I like about RJ. At least now we're starting to see when he is comfortable and scoring, he is still keeping his head up and passing into his teammates and grabbing rebounds and making a smart hit right. play. But, you know, that's that was that. Was that. But anyway, that was uh, the game against the Bulls. I don't want to stay too long on that. The game we really want to talk about. Now, this is a very, very, very... Um, Eventful night, hmm. I should say. Um, Monday, we played against the Houston Rockets. Now, um, I'm in uh, Joe, who was on this show before with us. <clears throat> I'm in a group with him on, on Facebook. And he put a post up right before the game, and it said, do we have to watch the game tonight? Because it's like, you know, we're, we're the Knicks. We're playing against the Rockets. We, we know what you're saying. It's, it's, it's over. And, right. <clears throat> yeah, like, what's, what's the point? They're going to – High-powered teams usually just tend to just kick it up and just go. And that's that's my concern with the Rockets because they just never really did it. I don't care what the Rockets um, I ain't got no concern with the Rockets. Right. Oh, that's, that's a fact. But, <laughs> but we played the Houston Rockets, and from the jump almost, we were just just beating them up. I don't know what was going on. I mean, it was... It was uh, a game that I definitely did not expect to see at all. I, I heard and that. I heard that 
the Knicks players were on the phone with Giannis before the game. <laughs> right, and he said, "Yo, and he said, yo, I'm, this is how you do it." And it, I feel like at one point the Knicks were up like thirty points. No, I, it was twenty-one. Twenty-one was the most they were up that game. Which you're talking about, the but they held time. them at fifteen for a long while, a long time, a long time. And you know, for for me, that's the Houston, that's the Houston Rockets. And, and by the way, um, didn't mention for, for the Bulls game, very disrespectful of us, Mitchell Robinson. We do that a lot to Mitch. Oh man, he doesn't deserve that it. boy. He needs to be talked about just as much. I'm sorry, as that game that day because they were screaming MVP for him. Yes, we yeah. were screaming MVP, yeah. and I was out there chanting that because. They sleep on him, and we were talking about you, Josh. You've been saying that he should start, and like again, you could see the game. The only reason why he's not starting is, I think, because of his decisions, his IQ. Yeah, his IQ and Taj starts the game pretty well. He does. right, and because Taj has got he's got the veteran. He, he emotionally he approaches the games much better. Whatever the case, but and that, he actually started off that game pretty well too, Taj. Yeah, he oh he was great yeah. in the beginning of that game. He he went off He's, in the yeah, first. Yeah, he quarter. set yeah. it off. So I think he would match like a a career high or something like that for that game as far as like the first quarter. Don't quote mm-hmm. me, but because it's, it's one of his old yeah. teams. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? Mm-hmm. I didn't even. Why did I forget? I didn't that? think about that. Right, and he I went. Keep forgetting about that. Yes, and he he went off, and so Mitchell, the way they used him, it was like alley oop city. And like he was blocking shots, and I yeah, think twenty three and ten, man. Yo, that kid was looking really good, and I think that's the future of him. I think that's going to be a normal night for him, twenty ten and five or something like that, whatever it may be. Uh, quick before we go back to the Houston game, what what are we? What are you guys your feelings towards more more Oh, I, I definitely have to um, recant my my last What'd statement about him. Because I said that he he doesn't look like he wants to play and this and that. But when I watched him in in the very next game, we lost. He that knocked game, down like five. But he three went off. I think he had like yeah, five three yeah, point. Yep, yeah, yeah. in a row. Mm-hmm. But and though he had that same look on his face, I don't like, care. Like like to me, it wasn't that like, I didn't want to play. It looked more like I'm at I'm I'm, I'm right. at work right now. Right. That's the kind of look it. And he was just like, "Yo, don't play with me." That that type of feel right. I got from it. So I like that. And, and I feel like um, he was in the right place at the right times and they passed him the ball and he knocked down some shots. Right. So I, I, I like that. And what I was mentioning to you before, not to take not to jump away from the Harkless um, conversation, mm-hmm. but the, the, the two games that the Knicks won against the Rockets and the Bulls, their team play was on yeah, point. The, the, the passing, the positions, the Knowing where your your, your teammate's going to be, it was just on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you didn't watch the game, I was just look up the highlights and just see all the all the plays that made highlights were team mm-hmm. plays. And well, and uh, and then you could go back and, and talk about Harkless. We'll, we'll get to the next game so, after that. Well, I mean, is it? Go ahead. Jim. I was just going to say, initially, I was like, uh, somebody put online should Harkless start over over Knox, and I was like, nah, he shouldn't because. Mm. You know, Knox has been here. You know, the guy who came. But now looking right. at it, I still now I think Mo Hawkless should be. Yeah, but, I, but looking at it, Mo Hawkless should starting though. I think Mo Hawkless should be starting over Kevin Knox at the at the three. I mean, he already has been this starting. Is what I'm saying, the past but when, I, when, when he three, first the past three games. Yeah, yeah, started. but and, and he should be saying initially he should be because mm-hmm. Kevin Knox has been getting a little time. He's not really. And he looks like he's starting to get a little bit aggressive. There was one game I don't remember which one it was. 
and he, you know, he's been he's been trying to be aggressive, but he's got to get either either I, I feel like either you start him at the beginning, or, you know, other, because he just needs a whole lot to get uh, into the swing of things. It seems like, mm-hmm. and he's not really showing. He's not showing the Knicks fans that he, you know, he's got it, or he's got the aggressiveness or the or the killer mentality. But uh, more heartless, right. I do think should be starting over Kevin Knox. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start uh, Kevin Knox over Harkless on any team. Hmm. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, given I what he's showing right now, I, I mean, I definitely feel you. Mo, Mo is a, he's clearly a two way player. And he's someone who you see he can he can get aggressive. He gets in there sometimes. He grabs the he grabs the board. He goes right up against. He's still to me a good a good bench player, but he's still better than Mo um, than Kevin Knox. Oh, for Knox, yeah, yeah, the Knox. And this is this is kind of something that I was talking about with Rick before we started recording. Is if we have these guys. Now, and us as Knicks fans, we're very, very freaking radical. And sometimes it's annoying because you hear Knicks fans who sound so smart and then they start talking and it's like, damn, you really... <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's, you kind of don't want to be grouped with them and it's like, damn, you're a Knicks fan now, so it's like, you got to just deal with it. <laughs> but some of these guys aren't great right now. You know what I mean? I can name a bunch of them. But that does not mean we don't need them on our team. You know what I mean? Building a franchise is not making a starting five. Just because your guy that you have and you might have drafted isn't in your starting five does not mean he's a failure, number one. And it doesn't mean that he's uh, expendable. So we go on these tangents sometimes and we say, get rid of Knox, get rid of Nilakina, get rid of... DSJ, I don't know. might want to get rid of him. But, you know, a lot of these other guys sometimes... (laughs) (laughs) But you, even but, even but, DSJ, but you say that. But at the same, but how you phrased the, the question before was you said if we found somebody else that could play that position, right? Yeah, I was or, still getting yeah. So I was like, all right, well then, see you later, Knox. Because why would we need somebody who can um, play the the position the way it's supposed to be played, and then have someone who doesn't play it as well? Well, this is what I'm saying, like. You build these kind of guys. Now, if Knox doesn't become who you want him to be right now, that doesn't mean you get rid of him, right? You find a replacement first. Someone who you know wants to be here. Someone you you have under contract so you can develop them there. So you don't have to worry about them picking up and leaving. So what what I'm getting at is if you have a guy in Knox, you don't necessarily have a guy you know will be here that is better than him. So what you do is you just draft at that position and right. let them duke it out. Whoever And Knox can be the guy off the bench. You know what I mean? I've already said in plenty of times, Frank, I don't want him going anywhere, but I don't necessarily want him starting. You know what I mean? And I think that's what the people who don't like Frank, I think that's what they think we want. We want him as our starting point guard. If he turns into our starting point guard and takes our team somewhere, great. But do we really realistically see that happening? No. But I do want Nilakino on my team. I do want someone who can play defense against some of the best guys out there and still go on the other hand, other end and, and, and run our offense because he's still one, if not, our second best passer on his team. 
You know what I mean? It's there's still not many better playmakers than him on our team besides for Alfred Payton. So I mean, great. Frank isn't what we want him to be right now. So just draft at his position. And just since you've already put in this much time into Frank, you put the time in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's like you play in NBA 2K, you make a character, you put VC to him. <laughs> you don't like him anymore. So you delete him? No, you put VC to him. You know what I mean? Like with VC is the virtual. Oh, I'm about to say, I don't know. You what put VC, VC is. to him. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I, and, and I figured that as I'm saying, I'm not yeah. gonna say this with Dre. I was thinking I was gonna make him get, he, he yeah, get I was sitting there trying to think what VC could be. <laughs> so virtual currency. You put virtual currency on your character, which means that you spent your actual money. Either you spent actual money for your VC or it was gifted to you by actually playing the game. That's the only way you can get VC. If you paid $20 for a certain amount of VC, that came out You're of like, your I ain't letting this go. That's an investment now. Yeah, that's an investment. How many of millions of dollars have they invested in the Frank Nilakina so far? It, when it comes to time in the gym, development, trainers, all this other staff, you put time so, into that guy to get him to so where he look, is today. That game against Houston, I don't know if we want to jump. But I would like to say that, remember in that last podcast, I want you to pull it up. Like when you look, get a chance. I said that. I was like, watch us win against Houston. I was like, lose against one of these other teams. And I was like, watch us get the win against Houston. I did say that. But you got to rewind that. Check it out. But in any case, at the at No, you did. You I don't. Did. I didn't believe. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the game, Nilakina came up big with the defense on Westbrook. Know, he forced him to go left. Couple big, couple big plays, but that was the yeah. biggest. Couple plays. Like I, I feel like he picked them clean one play, and they still gave him the foul. Yeah. And that's that's the one where Mike Miller said he didn't want to call the timeout because he wasn't sure. He wasn't. He didn't want to challenge it because he didn't want to waste the timeout. He didn't know what. Was going to transpire, and if he was going to need that last time, there was like out. two more minutes left to the game. He could have called that. Nah, that, it was man. clean. They showed the replay. I was just like, yeah, that was clean. But his thing was, he didn't get to see the replay before he went to the foul line, so he couldn't. Mm. He didn't want to just call that because if he didn't get it, you you coming down to the wire. You're only up four now versus the Rockets, and you know how much of a high power team they could be. You might need a timeout. You never know yeah. what's going to happen. So, I mean, I get it. It worked out. Thank God. Um, but that game, uh, what we didn't mention about the first time we saw RJ with his big move, uh, the step back, is the biggest part of that step back was before he even did the move. Julius Randle comes up to set the pick, and he waved him off. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did do that. Just watch out. He did do that. Watch out. He did. He did. Watch <laughs> out. I got this. And he made his move. Step oh, back. You three. Think cool. Something. No, 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 no. I think it's he's getting to that point where he can say that and they respect it. That's that. I don't think it's directed at anyone. I just think they're at the point where now RJ is that guy. I need the ball and I need it now. Cool. You got it. <laughs> That's it. And I'm watching a game. We're coming down in a crucial minutes, clutch. You know, when, when, when it's clutch time, I think it might have been a minute and change left or maybe even less. 
Um, RJ got the bar. He got, got, the, bar. got the ball at the, uh, uh-huh. the right. He's got the bar. <laughs> he has the ball at the top right. He's a little bit closer to the half-court line than he is the three-point line. And Frank runs over to get the ball from him. And he just waved them off. Like, no, I got this. Drain some more time off the clock. And he hit his move against P.J. Tucker and just drove all the way to the basket, gave him a nice little push-off, and just calmly sinks the basket. Now, before the play, when I saw him wave off Frank, I literally said out loud to myself, and self. my wife is sitting there. Self? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, um, okay, RJ, I trust you. That's literally what I said. Why you say that? And Jazz at this said, point. Huh? Because, you know, at this point, Jazz is usually she's she, like, she 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 looking at like listening. She's like, he's not she's even, not even listening. To you. What are you talking about? Oh. She's like, like, yeah, he's like, talking like, to himself right? anyway. Right. So. Like, they can't hear you. Like, you, they never, they don't get it. They just don't get it. So I say to RJ, because I know RJ can hear me. I, I trust say, listen, you, I trust you, kid. And he he, like I said, he sinks the he he goes to the left, as we know he's gonna do. But if you're going to go to your strength when everyone else knows this is strength, you bet it better be a strong move. And that's exactly what he did. And we're talking about PJ Tucker. We're not talking yeah, about the mill defender, Anthony yeah. Morrow. Gerald Green. We're talking about P.J. Tucker, defenders one of the, on the best team. wing mm-hmm. defenders in the league. So, not even right. on that team in the league. So when you start to when you start to see these kinds of plays, and and even before this game, I'm starting to see R.J. is getting the ball. They're giving him the ball. I have noticed that he's getting the rock. I I I feel like it has something to do with the All Star Weekend. That was. I think so. I think yeah. I think that. I think. That along with Mook being traded, yeah, they got to give it to somebody. I think they just, um, it, they it was like a correlation. To, uh, yeah, he had to get the ball. Give it to Julius because he runs Ooh. crazy sometimes. Okay. And, and the thing is about Julius is he still gets his fifteen shots a game. I think once you cap him at fifteen a game, once he gets more than fifteen a game, nah, nah, you can't out. take him out. No, not take him out. <laughs> but I mean, if you're just looking at the numbers. He'll put up great numbers, but anytime he usually shoots over 15, 16 shots a game, it's a loss. And we really don't look good. Like the game versus the Jazz. I think he shot 21 shots. He had a great 31 points or something like that, 32 points, 11 rebounds. But then we lose. But then the two games prior, he had 14 shots, 15 shots. Everyone's touching the ball. And like you said, Rick, it was a team game. A lot of the plays that were made were team plays. And that is why we ended up winning those games. It wasn't because we yeah. needed Julius Randle to drop 32 and 11. You know what I mean? And that's why it's people, people don't see that. They look at the stats. Oh, my God. Like, the, the Porzingis. Let's be honest. Are we really, really missing Porzingis right now? Who? Exactly. I'm not, I mean, yeah. Somebody was saying. Him, so, but we'd be paying him $150 somebody, million. Somebody right. said something about how. Oh, what's the guy, the the, the, the white guy who, who's always talking about, are you effing kidding me? And he's like going crazy, the actor. Rappaport was like, <laughs> Rappaport. we apologize, we're sorry, you were right. And I was like, why is he saying Man. that now? Like, what, what, what kind of game did this kid have? Because Bozingas is doing his thing, but he's not like a star. Let me say, let me say this. Me neither, that's what I'm saying. I don't hear about it. Let me say this. 
I don't I don't know what the hell's going on with Michael Rappaport and the media and all that. But that where that came from, I'm kind of feeling like the league wants to paint fans like Michael Rappaport, Stephen A. Smith as like the voice of, right. of the fan base. And that is the complete opposite of our of our voice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most of the time, it's like a lot of the issues we deal with aren't real issues. Like, let's uh, perfect segue. The game at the Rockets during the Rockets game. I, I want to hear what you guys think about this. So Spike Lee, he has an issue with where he enters the building. Um. Because well, he didn't have the well, issue. they had an issue where he entered the building. Well, technically, he does too now. Um, well, now, yeah. yeah. But basically, long story short, he entered the building through the employee entrance, which he's done for 28 years. Um, when they got on the elevator, they held up the elevator. They asked him to leave and get off the elevator and go around to the other entrance, 31st Street instead of 33rd or wherever it is. Um, they asked him to go around. Now, his thing was, I'm not getting off the elevator, number one. Number two, we know that you can only scan a ticket once. I mean, hmm. you, you are Spike Lee, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Spike, we know you're who you are. Just keep going. To me, that's how I'm thinking about it. Um, but basically, he makes this big ordeal. Halftime, him and James don't have words. Who knows what was really said? Um, I think after the game, the Knicks go out and they try to say something that, oh, he was being a childish or what? What word did they yeah. use? It was yeah. laughable. Yeah, laughable was the word that they used for whatever happened and how he was acting, and that they, him and James Dolan, pieced it up when they shook hands at half court. Apparently, that wasn't the conversation. Um, from Spike, but it was weird because he said that's not how the conversation went, but later when he explained the conversation, that's kind of what he explained. <laughs> so it was kind of like off to me. Basically, he said he walked up, James Dolan walked across the court to him because he leaves during halftime. Um, and he said, we got to talk. And apparently Spike was sitting there with the pouty face with his arms folded and he said, about what? And <laughs> James Dolan, you know, whatever. They had the conversation. He stands up. So Spike says to James, but I didn't know. And James's reply was, well, now you do. And what is this no? That was the, the no was that you can't come through the employee entrance anymore. Simple as that. So, but no, yeah, no, my thing is this. Well, my thing is why. Though. Yeah, but but let me ask you, what what elevator is he is he taking? Yeah, so he sits courtside. Yeah, when you go he, up, like he, you're kind of like entering from like below the court. The you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you got to go up five. So floors. the fifth floor is like the floor level. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, I, I I know so I never sit. I give you. Uh, so I, I give I you an example. On, on the escalator, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's but different. It, yeah, it's, it's way different. From is different. So yeah. like when you uh, for example, when after after the game, I went down to the yeah, ground. I have right. a friend that works there, and he let me take some pictures with my nephew. He had us go to the court. 
I saw that. I yeah, saw that. I wish you had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah I, I, I do too. <laughs> but and so when we left through the floor, like he said, just go out Please. that way where it says Budweiser. So we went over there. So me and the nephew were like, are we supposed to go through here? And we both looked at each other like, well, let's see. And then we went straight out, and it was like, we still had to take escalators downstairs. <laughs> downstairs. So you're on the floor level. You're feeling like, all right, you walk straight out. You're going to be on the street. We still had to go downstairs. Like It was like, oh, so that's like right. upstairs, like the floor level, you know, and, and everything like that. So when he said that, I was like, oh, okay, but I don't understand what all of this is about. I, I know, uh, who's this guy, Steve Stout? Mm-hmm. That's, uh, no, Leon Rose, I'm sorry. Leon Rose is like the new president of basketball operations. Mm, so I yeah. was like, did it have something to do with him when he says, all right, now that I'm here, people, celebrities can't come in through the employee entrance. I don't know if coming in through the employee entrance is a bad thing or a good thing or if it's a privileged thing or they're trying to set a new... I don't know what's going on. I just felt like, like Spike Lee made a huge deal out of something that didn't have to leak into the press. Like he's on first take talking about Bro, listen, let me tell you something. This whole ordeal right. lose a lot of respect for Spike simply because it it was something he was looking right, to do. Right, because he's trying to, it's like he's you trying to tell. oust uh, James Dolan. Right. Like, we, we, we all don't want him here, guy. We get it. James Dolan is the problem. We all know. The point has been... We're trying to ignore the fact that he's our, our owner. We can't do anything about him being the owner. We can sit here until we're blue in the face. Another fan last night got nah, kicked out. It was, for it was like seven of them. Sell the team. Well, oh. another couple fans. This, at this point, you know what you're going to get. You go to the game and you can't sell the team, you're going to get kicked out. He's not going we to. We gotta sell do what we team. can. What, 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 what we got? It's a five billion dollar, five billion and dollar. And it's only franchise. gonna go up. Yeah, just I don't, I don't care. And it's only gonna. Uh, I'm not selling the team. I'm not yeah, selling I'm not the selling. damn right. team. We, we're not even winning games. We make. Thank you. Why would I sell the fucking team? I'm sorry, guys. Excuse my language. Why the hell am I selling the fucking team? It's a five billion dollar <laughs> team. Are you kidding me? Because you guys don't like it. It's his biggest money maker as an investor. We I haven't been bet. doing. We've been doing terrible for 20 years, and we are the highest-grossing right. franchise in the NBA. And I'm going to sell the team. Come on. Let's, let's just be honest. So just shut up. Don't say it anymore. We want Donald, Max Kellerman. Go, go, no, go, no, no, no. See, go, it, Max. fans, cool. let, let like, fans do what they – like, if they want to say sell the team, let them rock. I'm the, the Spike Lee thing is, to me, was I thought was a bit outrageous. No, but the, I'm I'm saying mm-hmm. as from the celebrities because I I'm saying Spike is trying to put it out there the Dolan thing the him versus Dolan thing like he wants to make it a him versus Dolan thing and the thing that I don't like about what Spike did was when I heard the elevator clip said, the elevator clip plays and it's him yelling oh you heard like the real huh? time. Yeah, he's on the elevator yelling he at the security guards. Saying, he's like, but I didn't know. I wasn't informed. No one told me because mm. basically you can't go this way anymore. And he's saying I wasn't informed. I'm not going. But okay, you know. Cool. Now, now, it's hard for me to have your back 
because they are telling you there were their rules. This is the rules of the fucking building, so, bro. So basically, like I get it. You want to do what you want to so, do. This is what you've so been doing here's for twenty eight years. Take. He says what he him being a season ticket holder. He says like if he's late with the payments, he was like next day they on the phone they, they call his number. Right. So there, so of course, now absolutely, he's not getting. He didn't get that phone call for this, and I feel like you know it's a little bit. Policy, but but Dre, you know how it is. Policy change. It's two different and things, and they like, yo, we don't call him when he comes to the game. We'll let him know that he got to come through a different entrance. Yeah, he probably we'll let him know to, that you yeah. got to go that way, right? Yo, we're hey. gonna call you at your house yeah. on spike. You can't come that entrance. We're gonna no show more. you when you get there. Really? Right. Just come to you the know, game and that don't other go entrance that way. you never came in. Right. You got to go through that one. Like nobody's doing it. Right. And so that's you why use I looked at it. Yeah. And I got another friend who has it. Then he said he's never going to another game. And my boy pointed this one out and. For this year. For this year. They pointed out, like, yeah, it's going to be the 70th year anniversary. And he was like, oh, oh, yeah, well, I'll be there for that one. You know, it's kind of like, yo, dude, like, you know, and that was his whole attitude. (laughs) Come on, bro. Because he still has a passion for the Knicks, but, Mm -hmm. you know, he he wants to kind of stick it to them, too. He does. And because of what happened. And then he mentioned that. Then he brought that up. Which is something else he said. Which is, yeah. But, But the thing is, is that that was in that clip as well. He's yelling at them saying, I wasn't, informed, I wasn't informed. Oh, so so is you gonna yeah, you, you're gonna arrest me like I did Oakley? You're gonna put your you're gonna put mm. my hands behind my back like Oakley? And I'm like, Spike, stop elevating the situation. Yeah, he was he, You know what I'm saying? Like you now like you're little... yelling at the security, talking about arrest me like Oakley. Yeah, he probably was embarrassed by that. Yeah, I get it, but this is probably didn't want to hit him with the you know who I am type right, stuff. Right, right. So, but so, my thing is, is that you're fine for defending yourself and acting like that, but that doesn't put you in the right. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's like okay, if these are the rules of the house, just follow them, bro. That's it. Like it's just rules of the house. Cool. We don't want you coming this exit. We don't. We didn't say we don't want you bringing guests. Just coming in a different way. That's it. Like right. It you still not, got the it same. It doesn't seats. have to be a James yeah, Dolan versus same Michael. Seats, you know, same result. You still get your drinks. You just ent- come in through this entrance. My thing is, my thing is, what I'm, more, what I'm wondering about is why. Like, why now? I, that's my. Own, I'm curious. I don't, I'm not saying he's right or wrong. Well, I'm just curious as to why they switched. Something else that he did mention. Is that well? Number one, there's been a couple of policy changes since he's been to the Garden, um, and he did mention during that interview um, on first take that what did he say? He said this going on for about a month. So to me, I'm like, okay. So if you and Dolan have been, if you feel like Dolan's been trying to do this to you for a month. You, you've been waiting to blow up. You know what I mean? You've been waiting for this right here, for that one moment for someone to say something to you so you can turn it into something. You know what I mean? Because you feel like he's trying to do what? What is he trying to do? You're giving him $300,000 a year for tickets. What is he, he going to do? He doesn't want you coming anymore? He's going to throw away your $300,000 tickets? I mean, I, I'm kind of on Spike's side on this one. I, I know... You, if I'm rolling out that kind of money, you telling me I can't take an elevator, the one that I've been taking for twenty something yes. years, diehard Knicks fan. When when you've been tearing this this whole um, team apart with with your terrible decisions, but he's not it, part of. Like, but if Spike was a part of 
changing that instead of just I, uh, adding on well, to I it, also, that would be I different. Also, I also think that it's one thing to be How? a fan of the Knicks and to go to games, but I almost feel like rich or not, you're kind of like a fool if you spend $300,000 on Knicks, Knicks tickets every year. It's almost like, you know, right. you pick yeah. your own poison. Yeah. Well, I, I know. I, I, it's his money. Yeah, yeah, I, I get yeah, that. Yeah, it's his you money. Know, and... You know, it's like, for, it's for James Dolan, he should be his top priority. I don't care who it is. You're spending that kind of money for, for, for right. my... Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You if roll out of email closet or every whatever. time comes, if you right. ask me. And, you know, and, and from what... Right. Which, sorry, and, and, and from, I, from my standpoint, from the ahead. way the type of person James Dolan seems to be, he doesn't seem like the type that's like the confrontational, I'm going to be there, I'm going to talk to you, yo, let me man up, let me, let me talk to you. Yo, real quick, yo, this is what it is, Spike. Yo, I'm sorry that that happened. My bad. He's not that yeah. guy. It doesn't seem like he's that dude. I just think that he's that the rich guy who has people no, handle things for him. He's not the guy that's going to really talk to you, and it could kind of there's like yeah. a lot that could get lost in translation when it comes to to that. So I, I feel like some of that for is, sure, right, right. He, yes, he he looks like he's socially awkward, and right. um, he, is. he 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 puts his money in front of him, so he he kind of evens the playing field. But honestly, he should have just said, "Hey, uh, come come over to my my um my my box." Um, here's this, here's that. Listen, uh, we're changing some things. We we kind of don't want you to have, but we we kind of don't want you to take that elevator anymore. You know, just uh, security, this and that, and all of that. It, it all could have been done off camera. It would it wouldn't have left a bad Whoa. taste in Spike Lee's mouth, and it, it would have been handled. So this is my thing. My thing is is that I definitely agree with you. There's definitely something that both sides could have done about it. I think. Spike was caught in a reactionary position, and he so it's he hard for him it. to do the right thing with for I lack of for lack of better term. I saw what you, you did know, there. It's, the it's right hard for him to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to get on right. the bus. You're right. Especially especially when you come straight out of the gate, you just gotta. Killing them, this ain't no shot rack. You know, she going crazy. Oh come on, come on, but. We, he got. Didn't he get a Grammy for that? Didn't he get a Grammy for I that? Was that the one he got the Grammy for? For Shaw Rat? No, it was Black Klansman. It was dope, though. Yeah, in Black Klansman. The way he did it, it was very yeah, awesome. Shaw Rat, I don't think. Right, I did. I, I liked it too. I liked it too. <clears throat> um, but you know, uh, you know, like I said, both sides could have definitely done something about it. Spike was in a reactionary position, but. You know, which which made it harder for him mm. to accept what was going on. You know what I mean? I I get, I get him feeling like oh, this is an attack. Like, why am I finding out now? You know what I mean? And why are you guys trying to force me off the elevator? You know what I'm saying? So I get that. Um, but what we don't know is how easy it's been to communicate with Spike as James Dolan knowing what happened between Dolan and Oakley and knowing how much that affects Spike. You know what I mean? If, well, if if you clearly know, like you talking about my man Oakley, he mentioned it on first take, he said it in the, on the elevator. Clearly it's something that Mm. bothers him because of what Oakley meant to the franchise and whatever happened. Um, And that's a close friend of his. So I, I definitely understand it. So, I don't know how easy it has been for Dolan to 
have a sit down with him. Yeah, communicate with him. You could send him a letter. You could call him. You could tell him come up to the booth. But nah, you ain't sending him no letter. No, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You yeah. can communicate yeah, with him, but different I ways, don't know right. how easy Spike has made it for James Dolan to do that because he knows. You know, we listen, all man. I'm gonna well, tell you like really this. Okay, James like, and, 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 and with right. my work, you know, I, 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 I you adjust to certain personalities. Different buildings with different people, and some people feel like the building belongs to them. And you got to treat him a certain. You got to you got to figure out how to handle this person. Like this guy acts like this. I'd be like, "Yo, Spike, what up?" Or have somebody that mm. Spike probably feels like he can relate to. That guy that he sees every day. That, yo, have him that's go it. Hey, right. yo, yo, when you see Spike, let him know. Stop him and say X, Y, and Z. Like you said, I know what you were saying. A letter, an email, a, a memo, something. Hey, Spike, from James, Do- Mr. Dolan wants to let you know. Bah, 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 bah. Mr. Dolan, you to come see him. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, whatever it could be, whatever's effective as far as how the protocol goes when somebody enters the building. I don't know how it works at the garden, or whatever the case. But there's there's a lot of different ways you can make that happen to avoid what happened. Because you know the thing is, is, is I don't know James Dolan, so him selling the team, I don't know if that's if that's gonna what what that's going to do at this point. I don't know what it would have done in the past if it would have happened two years. It'll just bring us more Yeah, fans, but bro. the That's fans crazy. are going to come once we get the players. So that brings me to this guy, Leon Rose. It's Leon Rose, right? Yeah. No press conference, nothing yeah, like Leon that. Yeah, Leon Rose. And so now I, I kind of want to see results. Because one thing I did see, I think, Josh, you touched on this. They got these new jerseys. And they had, for the Knicks, they had, like, the hip-hop artists for the, whatever city they come from. They had the jersey. Like, you saw Miami, they had the key. Because, you know, that's what's his name's thing. DJ J Khaled, DJ Khaled. Keys, I got the keys, um, keys, name? keys. You know, yeah, DJ Khaled. The keys thing. And so they did Miami yeah, yeah, with the yeah. key. So now New York had that. That was future, by oh, the yes, way. Oh, yes, that was, that was future. But that was a DJ Khaled project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, oh, it was a DJ Khaled song. So right, right, I right, made right. your key and all of that. So now with the Knicks, they had the Dipset joint, which I thought mm, was yeah. cool. So now I'm putting things. So I, the joint looks I think dope. I like them. It's, it looks dope. And the only way I like the jersey is on the hoodie anyway. So what's his name was at the game was Jim Jones. And then I'm looking at things. Jim Jones is part of Rock, 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 Rockefeller Records, or not, not records, but Rock, Rock Nation. Rock so Nation. now he's the artist that, because there's a bunch mm-hmm. of artists in New York that could have been part of this whole thing. Right. So, so now they have him. A bunch. So now they got Jim but it Jones was only the right. dip yeah. set thing. So now you got the guys wearing these. So I'm looking at how it seems like they're placing things. This was happening, and it annoyed me because I was like, all right, they're trying to turn over New Leaf. That was the first win for Leon Rose, the uh, the Houston game. And then you had this bad press coming out, and I just feel like, yo, why yep. don't we just leave it alone? Why don't we try to make mm-hmm. it like the best thing? No, it's because there's no we. If we were in control, it wouldn't be talked about. It's the media, like... The fact that he even accepted this interview to go on first take to me is mind-boggling. It just seems set up because like he was there the next day. You know what I didn't you're even doing. know what happened. Yeah, you know what you were doing. It wasn't even out 24 <laughs> right. hours. Like, you're, you were right. talking about it that fast. Yeah, it was like, like that fast. He went to sleep, woke up, and like was the at, game at first take. happened before you went to sleep. Yeah. And you woke up and you were at first take. Yeah, exactly. You he went, went to, to first sleep take. And woke up and went to first take. To right. talk about what happened before you went to sleep. Wait, but... Did anybody hear from Steve Stout? It was no. Steve Stout position now. I, I'm, I'm, so I'm confused, also man. seeing this is my thing. I'm so I feel confused. Like, 
I don't know how much Steve Stout would have to do with this. Because if it's image consulting or whatever he's there for, that has nothing to do with how they speak to the public. You know what I mean? They, they have pressure. <coughs> image? Yeah, I mean, there's certain things. When you're talking about image, you're talking about, like, like the jersey thing. Like, that's kind of what the image thing is, to bring the fans in. Mm. That's what he was there for. He wasn't there to... Steve Stout wasn't there to, to teach them how to release information to the people. That's, that's not why they hired him. Somebody got to be there to do that, because it's not no, working. No, they're not going to hire anyone to do that. That's James, they, that, James Dolan has full control on what's released to the media. And that will never change. You know what I mean? That's the issue there. That's, that's the underlying issue. As long as James Dolan is here, he will always make sure whatever narrative he wants to push, he will be able to push that at his garden. So that's, that's just what James Dolan, that's how he acts with everything. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. To me, I, I, just, I just feel like for, for this whole, like, like Steve Stout to me, is more of the uh, let's get this person in here. Like he was saying during his interview about the Drake and how Drake helps with the rappers and their image or whatever, whatever. He was trying to say he was like the Drake. Nah, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but to have him bring his brand in is, is, is really what the big thing is, is the branding. It's not really much of how we talk to the press and how we release information to the press. It's more about branding and how we can change our image, like the look of the franchise, not necessarily the things that happen. So you know, right? Because he he did get he he wasn't the fire for stuff. He came out and right, said, and he had no position uh, saying those things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I, I don't know, man. It, it's 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 getting messy. But listen, uh, <laughs> we got two wins in a row against um, one oh, the not so great team and one in the West. Higher up, team. yeah. So yeah. What do you? So uh, I'm celebrating. What do you guys that. feel about Leon Rose not holding a press conference? I um uh, I don't care. That, like for me, I don't. Yeah, I I don't care because I just that's my that's what I'd like to see. I, I, what I want to see is oh, so this is what this guy can do for a franchise. He's never done this before, so right. right I want right, like if yeah, we get exactly. certain people and things start happening and stuff like that, it's like oh snap, this guy, this guy's <laughs> doing his thing. Right. Right. This is what he did. Yeah. This. Well, that's. I liked it. I liked the fact that he didn't hold a press conference because, to me, it showed that he didn't. He didn't care about getting your, like. Right. Don't let me have to right say away. anything. Like, I have to. He live wants up to get to. down. Let's just see business. how this goes. Right. Let Let's see what we got first. Then I'll right. talk to the public because I'm. I'm not going to come Cause, in because we've been there right. before. You're going to come in here say everything that sounds good and then you. I'm in really, your office, I, and you're like, oh, this I really want to Google this it. guy and see. You know what I mean? And it's like, he has done it. <laughs> you to can't see why they would even hire a guy like this. But it boils down relations. To- that's that's really what you want in a in a in a yeah. When you when you yeah. when you have, yes, they said he used to he be handled an agent, a couple right? players too. Yeah, some higher up yeah. players. When so. you have right, yeah. when, you, when you're a front office rep, your goal is to have relationships. And that was the big deal when we first brought in Steve Mills. That was I remember they saying that. They were like, oh, he has relationships around the league. He's Princeton this and, and that um, Basketball Players Association, whatever. He had ties to that. Cool. But I just think that he, he was a familiar face. I don't necessarily think that it was something 
that uh oh great we got Steve Mills in here is really is really gonna work out for us. You right. know what I mean? It was more of all right, we got somebody in here who knows people. Great. That's what we need. Then it was Scott Perry. Scott Perry, at least he had relationships with some of these other teams who have been successful. You know what I mean? So that was something that, you know, enamored us about Scott Perry. But at least with Leon Rose, he doesn't necessarily have to do the scouting or anything like that. I think what works with Leon Rose is because he's been a play, a, a player agent. And when you're when you have the agent, you I was gonna one, say you know that you know talk. To, you know how to scout talent. You know what talent looks agent like. Agent talk. Yeah, you know that talk. You know what talent looks like. You 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 kind of have relationships with all of these guys around the league. You know what I mean? You you also have relationships with scouts, the right scouts, the good ones. You know what I mean? You you have the the right trainers, the right all of this. You have the top notch. If you have relationships with the best players, you have relationships with the best trainers and the best scouts because that's how you find out about these players. So um, I think that's what we got to look forward to. You know what I mean? We got to look forward to what he can actually bring to the franchise in terms of the things outside of uh, can he make a trade? Okay, You know what I mean? Because I, th- I think that's something you want to kind of leave up to Scott Perry. And let and Leon, and let Leon leave Rose the, the Leon Rose. Yeah. Yeah, execute. Let, let me handle the phone calls. I got people who know this guy. I can talk him into doing something, working out a deal with right. us. You know what I mean? I think that'll work for him. So, but you know, long story short, that was something that it was a dim light for him to start. You know, it was a day he started. He didn't have a press conference. Ah, uh, that was a down. That that was a down thing, kind of for a lot of people. Then we won. Then that was that was our high, and then we get dragged right back down the next day because right. of this whole Spike Lee situation. So that that all happened. That was Leon Rose's first day in a nutshell, and Leon realizes what being a Knicks exec is right. like in a nutshell in one day. Um, <clears throat> uh, I guess we can quickly wrap up the the Jazz game since yeah, there's not much to lost. talk about there anyway. Yeah. Um, we we went there lost. Yeah, we win. We win. There, lost. Uh, we didn't play the team. Didn't game play the team game. Lost. Right. We didn't play the team game. Julius Randle went out there and had a monstrous thirty-two and eleven game, and um, we lost. Yeah. Well, good for him. Right. It, it, it's funny because um, someone who used to do that was uh, Emmanuel Moutier, and guess who showed up <laughs> to that game? Emmanuel Moutier. Laughing, he was, and he was having fun. Well, he didn't really get in until until the very end. Peyton dropped twenty points, though. Yeah, it's Peyton. Well, number one, I knew for a fact we were going to lose when they said Mitch wasn't playing. That no, that was it. That Uh, was it. I don't. I didn't care who we played. When they said Mitch was a big part of that momentum. Yeah, when man. Mitch wasn't going to be there, uh, the not only the momentum, just just the defense. Just the intimidation right. he brings by being on defense, I think yeah. that played such a huge part in them just getting whatever the heck they wanted down down the um down the hill. They can just go straight to the paint. Then all you had defending you down there was Julius Randle and Bobby Portis, and yeah, Taj Gibson. But Taj had a, a strong two points. But uh, <laughs> you know, 
this is what we got. Mo, Mo Harkless didn't really give us much. Uh, he had two points. Knox had two points. It was it was a tough game. R.J. Barrett still comes out there. He's still trying to give us the the all well rounded fourteen five and and four rebounds. Um, Alfred Payton at twenty point seven. Close to a triple nine, double. So he did his was, thing. He did his numbers. It was okay. That's good. Right. Yeah, that's, that's RJ, I got to give R.J. some credit. He's been doing but well if you, on his uh If you look throws. at the numbers, gotta, like gotta the bench didn't help. Hawkless mm. uh, and Hawkless, Hawkless, yeah. Hawkless, Mo Hawkless and Knox both had yeah. two points. Two. Yeah, so nobody, you know, uh, Randall and uh, Randall, R.J. Barrett and Alfred Payton. So there was no help from anyone else. Like you said, Mitchell Robinson not being there. Uh, Mo Hawkless is just like, you know, I, it's just another one of those things. He looked good for one game and then he doesn't look good. So it's the off and on thing. Yeah. So like, that's he why he doesn't look good. Yeah. That whole thing with him looking. Yeah. And they, they went on a run. Right. They brought it close, but, um, they, they, I mean, if you look at the yeah, final you know score, it, it looks like they should have lost by more. Right. Yeah. I mean, they only lost by, numbers. they only lost by eight. Eight but, points. I mean. Yeah. That's not what the game looked like at all. No, you no. know how those games I mean, are no, at the end of the I game can't lie. At go. some point during the third quarter, yeah, yeah. yeah. At some point, yeah, the garbage time when Moody came in, of course, is when we caught up. But, I mean, like, the, at some point <laughs> through the third quarter, uh, I think we were we were only down three. It was like 63 to 66. Yeah. They brought it really close. You no, know, and that's when, yeah, he had the cross on uh, Mike Conley. Um, um, Alfred Payton, he crossed Mike Conley, went to the basket. And I was like, okay, we got some momentum going, and they called the timeout, and then that was it. You know, and they just went on to win the game. So, you know, uh, that's – we haven't – we haven't we – haven't, Thunder's up next on Friday. We're coming, back, we coming back with that one. Um, any team we with a strong back point with guard. Any team with a strong point guard. You heard it here first. Nah, man. Um, it'll be a tough <laughs> one. I'm not going to sit here and lie. We always do. Uh it's rare that we're right, though. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, Doing uh, thing. Chris Paul is playing strangely well for his age right now. Um, Shai Gilgis Alexander is playing pretty well. They're yeah. playing off each other pretty well. I don't know how well that game is going to be for us, but let's go in there and hope for a win. Hopefully, if Mitchell Robinson plays, it'll you know it'll change the game in the tie. You know, change the tie for us. Like I said, I think him being there could have been us only losing by eight <clears throat> points. I'd really say give or take 12 to 15 points, really, in reality. Um, I think if Mitch was there, it would have been a way better competitive game. That's, that's all I can say because he, he changes shots when he's out there. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, we have the, like you said, we have the um, Thunder on Friday. And after the Thunder, we have the Pistons on today. Pistons, who who we never really played that great. Just, we beat them last time we played them. The, the yeah. last time, yeah. Ever since, win, yeah, um, Andre Drummond got off the team. We, if we can beat mm. the Thunder, mm-hmm. Pistons, Wizards, Hawks, the next four games are mm, three games. I, I wouldn't say Thunder, but it's theirs yeah. to lose. Yeah, it's theirs to lose. Um, we, and then we play the Heat and then Hornets. But more more than anything, I still want to get to 25 wins. We're at 19. We have how many games left? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. It's got to be in 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 20 to be exact. Oh, 20? 20 okay. games left. We just need six of those to hit 25. That's my goal. We should be able to do that. 
Uh, I'm not going to ask for 11 games so we can get to 30. That's not going to be – I'm not going to do that. We'll probably do 27. That's um RJ's number. He loves that number. Doesn't he? It's kind of weird. He loves 27. I think he hit 27 like three times his career so far. Yeah. So we'll, we'll probably do that this year. It'll be his yeah, year. Yeah, it'll be his year. I think I think we'll do that. Um, And 27 looks good, and it'll give us probably about the fourth pick, fifth pick in the draft, and – Hopefully we can draft some guys that really know what they're doing. I was looking at uh, our draft picks. I think we have three this year. Like, just go get a scout, man. Get rid of these guys, these veterans that we got on these one-year deals. Bullock, he can go. Like, we're not winning right now. Bullock can go. Bobby Portis can go. If you can get rid of Julius Randle, he can go. And just bring in some of these young guys. Bring up Iggy. Bring up Wooten. And just, just... Do it right. Just do it right. You got RJ. You got Mitch. You already got Knox. You know what I mean? Let let DSJ go. Bring in another point guard. I'm totally disappointed in Dennis Smith, man. That's just that's just what I want to see. Wasn't wasn't meant meant to to be, be. but at least it makes us feel better about Frank. So, which is sad because that was the person everyone said we should have drafted over. Well, I think things would have been. I feel like he'd be in a different headspace. That's what I'm saying. Used to the team, I just think he would be playing better at this point. Probably if he was playing the way he's been playing now. But that's why they traded him to begin with. I don't know. Mm -hmm. He'd have been traded by now. Yeah, His, his third year. Yeah, being all three, being here, he would have been gone by now. He would have been gone. But, um, but that's all I got. What else you guys got? No, hey, uh, thanks, Andre man. Jamel. Let's uh, clap it up for Andre. Oh, Jamel. man, He's I'm just... Dropping these videos, man. I like it. I love it. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, him, and, him and the niece. And, and uh, we got another person's birthday coming up, up in between. Um... <clears throat> <clears throat> no, he's he's you know before I mean? me. Right after that, dude. he's, he's y'all, before y'all marched, me. Y'all marched out yeah. out here. No, he's not. Oh, he's a 16. He's a 16. Yeah. So Joe Vaughn's the 19. That's right. Joe Vaughn's the 19. We got Ricky yeah, yeah, yeah. with the 16. I'm with the 18. 16. You with the 18. Dude, did, did we give Javon a listen? We got to find out because I remember we spoke to him um, yeah. when, um, when we were at dinner that time. He was, I don't know. Did we, did, uh, he ever, gonna... did we ever give him the link? Did he ever listen? Oh, we, we yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. He whatever has the same number, I right? got, I'm, not, I'm not sure how I got whatever number I have. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is yeah, why we, we told him about it. He, he sounded like he listened to the podcast. Yeah. Um, but either way, we'll, we'll, we'll shout yeah, him out. Yeah, he had the Knicks hat. That's yeah, how we ended up talking he, about it. We were like, I think he wore the Knicks hat that night, too. I'm sure. I'm sure, yes. yeah, I, and I, I know how big of a Knicks fan he is, and I'm sure if I sent them a link with a, a, yeah, a podcast that his cousins are on, I'm sure he'll be. Come on, how could you lose? You can't. And, and we're talking about the Knicks. Come on, but um, like I said, you can't lose. You can't lose. <laughs> but um, uh, like I said, much props to Dre and yeah. his videos he's been doing over at Andre Jal- at Andre Jalil on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, um, Facebook, uh, yeah, Twitter. We're building. We're having a good time. And YouTube. You know what I mean? We're having a good time with that. And um, it's, it's dope. Uh, so good. anything else I got going on? Yeah. Hey, Rick? I'm going to work. Absolutely I'm going to work Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah, I'm going to work. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I'm about to hit the sack Get some now. sleep. Right. That's it. All right, man. Well, thank you guys for coming out for another episode of God of Mixed Podcast. Next time, man. Peace. Till next time. Appreciate you. Peace. Peace.